Daniel chapter 12. Let's start from verse 3. He said, Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. I read it once again. Daniel chapter 12, verse 3. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Amen. You may take your seat. Now, today is the day we want to go out for evangelism. And I want to be teaching about that. Hallelujah. I want to teach about soul winning. Pray Jesus. How many of you know what soul winning is? Just wave your hand to Jesus if you know it. Amen. So today I believe that the emphasis of the word of God determines what the people do. So what you teach, what you preach, is what the people become, is what the people do. Hallelujah. So we won't assume people know what it is. But we have to teach about it. Amen. Glory be to God. Now, once again, I want to read another scripture. Very popular scripture in the book of Matthew. Chapter 28. Now, read verse 18. Matthew 28, verse 18. Jesus came to him and said, Ik heb alle macht in de hemel en op aarde gekregen. Ga nu op pad en maak alle volken tot leerlingen van mij. Doop hen in de naam van de Vader en de Zoon en de Heilige Geest. En leer hen om alles te doen wat ik ook aan jullie heb geleerd. En ik ben alle dagen met jullie, totdat de tijd van de wereld om is. Amen. Amen. Matthew 28, vers 18. En Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority have been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of age. Amen. Now, church, this is the departing moment of Christ. This is the moment of Christ. Jesus was about to go back to heaven. And he said unto the disciple, Go into the world. Preach the gospel. You see, you know that the ending point, the last word, the last word of a man that is passing away, they are very, very important. It's like a, a word that is concluding or driving out the major factor of the heart of the person. So Jesus was about to go to heaven. And he'll tell the disciple, go and preach the gospel. Amen. 
So the reason why we have to preach the gospel. Number one. It is a command. It is a command to everyone that is a genuine Christian. It is a command for every disciple. Praise Jesus. If you read it, he didn't say to the multitude. He didn't say to the country people. He said to the disciple. He said, You go preach. Hallelujah. So anytime we preach or we witness about Jesus, we are obeying the commandment of the Great Commission. Anytime we preach or witness about Jesus to people outside, we are obeying the Great Commission of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That is the first reason. Hallelujah. The second reason why we have to witness anytime a soul is added to the kingdom of God it pleases God and it bringing joy into the whole arena of heaven. The Bible said there is joy in heaven when one gives his life to Christ. So, how will that be? If you are that person that is bringing joy to the heart of God. Hallelujah. I, I don't think if Christians sometimes think about that. I was about to go to this scripture, but you put it. But it's okay. I don't know how many times Christians think about that. What am I doing? What do To please God. What are the things that I, when I do it, heaven rejoices at me? What are the things that I do that heaven is over me? Amen. I once preached this make this statement before in one of my preaching and I said many people have testimony of what God has done for them but people forget that God also needs a testimony of what you have done for him the testimony of what we have done for God it is supernatural but I'm telling you the testimony of what we have done for God is superior is higher is hallelujah Amen. see when you read the Bible eh, when you read the Bible there are things I search in the Bible you know that everybody is looking for God but do you know God is looking for specific people if you read the Bible God said I sought a man the Bible says, a faithful woman who can find. So there are specific people that God said He's looking for. If you read the book of John, chapter 4, Jesus said, Search the Father's secret. 
So there are people God is looking for. Hallelujah. Amen. And one of them are people that win souls. People that bring joy to God. So the second reason why we win souls is this scripture. He says, I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. So, joy come to heaven when we win souls. Hallelujah. Number three. The, three, the third reason why we win souls is that we know the way to get out of hell. There is nobody God is going to use. It is only Christian. It is only the church. If we don't preach, we are saying we want the people to perish in hell. And God will hold us accountable for it. Hello? Hello? In the time of Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham was the saint that was there to intercede for that place. In the time of Noah, Noah was the person that built the ark. In the time of Jonah, Jonah was responsible for his generation. So, you are responsible for your generation. Every one of us have a particular sphere we are responsible for. If we don't prepare and pray and study and be on fire, then preach. We have denied people that are supposed to enter the kingdom of God through us. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus is the only name given among men whereby men can be saved. Hallelujah. And if we don't make his name known to people by witnessing unto him, witnessing unto people, we have denied people entrance of heaven. Nobody will enter heaven if Christ is not revealed unto them. And how did Christ is revealed unto people? Hello, is this true preaching? Hello, it is true preaching. It is true what? Preaching. Romans chapter 10 verse 10. We'll read it long to verse 17. I will read it myself. You can see it yourself when I'm reading it. Jump to 11 because I don't want them to confuse when I'm reading. Jump to 12. Go back to 11. For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. This shame here can stand for so many things. It is a shame to face judgment. 
It is a shame to go to hell. It is a shame to pass through all demonic harassment. The solution is Jesus. Continue. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek, and for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. That means it doesn't matter who. Whoever called Jesus and believe in him shall receive salvation. Continue. For whosoever call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Continue. Then, how then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe of him who they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? This is why we came here. Meaning, if we refuse to witness, if we refuse to preach, people will not be saved. But this is serious. Hallelujah. This is serious. Now, hear this. Everybody is not called to fivefold ministry. But every Christian is a witness. Every Christian is a witness. So tell people at your work about Jesus. Tell people at your home about Jesus. Tell people in the street about Jesus. When you go out, preach about Jesus Christ. And the best way to preach and tell them what God has done for you. Tell them your own revelation. Tell them how you have known God. God will use your voice to win them. God will use your witness to win them. Hallelujah. The Bible said. No, stay in the scripture until I move it. Because I'm still teaching on this. Romans chapter 10. Where I was. The Bible said, how can they hear without a preacher? How can they hear? Hallelujah. They need a witness. They need a preacher. Every one of us, we are preachers. As a matter of fact, I don't want to go there. Everything on earth is preaching. I said, we don't understand preaching. Everything is preaching. Everything is preaching. But somebody dance like this today. It's a preaching. Somebody will dance like that tomorrow. But we preach Jesus. Amen. So why am I reading this? The word made preacher. Let me balance it. You don't need to be perfect to preach. You be perfect to to pray for. Amen. As a matter of fact, the disciples of Jesus Christ, to me, they were not even born again when they start preaching. I don't want to wake that now because many people will not believe me. They are not born again before they preach. Jesus told Peter, when thou art converted, 
Strengthen thy brethren. That means when, when you are converted, when you are born again. But you are not born again now. But then we are preaching. They send them two by two. They went to preach. Hallelujah. And they just spent only three years with Christ. One year time, they start preaching already. Hallelujah. So be ready to witness. Amen. We'll take questions soon. I'm just telling you the reason why we need to preach. The first is what? It is a command. We have no choice. We are under command of Jesus. The second is what? What? It pleases God. It is the only thing that brings joy in heaven. It is the only thing that makes heaven rejoice. I don't want to turn it to preaching. Because, listen, if I want to bring it to preaching, when you make God rejoice, your life will have joy in it. When you become the one that make God pleased, God will be pleased with you. When you are the one that brings joy in heaven, God will bring joy in your home. Because everything you do for God has a reward. Hallelujah. Bring joy. Hallelujah. Number three, what did I say? Let me go to those who are talking. What did I say? Number three, where we have to preach, it saved the lost. It saved the lost. If there is no preaching, there is no saving. So the world needs preachers. And the preachers are not just pastors. Everybody in the kingdom of God is a witness. We are called to witness. Hallelujah. We emphasize on this small. May the may the grace to witness arise in our heart. Amen. How will you feel if you go to heaven? You stand before judgment. And Jesus says, "You ask for you. The blood of Jesus have washed you. You will enter." Do you tell your buman about me? Do you tell your beautiful about me? Do you tell your children about me? As of they will believe or not, it doesn't concern you. But your work is to tell them. Yes. There's a preaching I've preached before. And I tell them, go and tell. Go and tell. Mark chapter 5. Jesus told the gathering man that they delivered the two. He said, go and tell. Go and tell. Tell them. Preach about me. Hallelujah. One of the reasons why we must preach to everybody. Honestly, it is not that everybody will be saved. This is a hard truth that people don't want to hear. People said, how can a lovely God throw people to hell? 
If the lovely God cannot throw people to hell, Jesus wouldn't have died. It is so tough, that's why Jesus died. Hallelujah. People undermine the holiness of God. Because the holiness of God is too tough. Without the holiness of God, there won't be real justice. So to his justice, then Christ has to die. Hallelujah. Amen. So, what it, it is what it is, a soul that sin will die. So any soul that is not consigned with the atonement, atonement of the blood of Jesus, that is the judgment. The person will go to hell. Hallelujah. May God help all of us. In the name of Jesus. So I want to say, there must be a preacher. You are that preacher. This is why I tell people that. Don't be consumed by you. You know that when you are consumed by you, you don't remember the, the uh, mandates. When you are consumed by you, you don't remember the commandments. For example, you are depressed, you have a you have leg pain, you have hope pain, you have this, you have that, you have that, you are worried about everything. That keep you to be focused on everything that's happening to you. Person like that can never tell person, Jesus loves you. Because you are in another place, another realm that is about you. Amen. So when something is happening to you, pray to God and leave it for God. Pray to God and leave it for God. And pray to God and leave it for God. Then continue to do what God asks you to do. It's a way that makes you to go forward in life. Yeah. And believe me, be going to church. Let me tell you. By all means, if you are committed to that church and committed to God in that church, and that church is a good church, God will solve your problem. And that through the man of God that is preaching to you, or through one of your brothers or sisters in the church, or through the guest ministers. So, learn not to just be consumed by you. Block you not to do anything for God. And meanwhile, if you understand salvation, salvation is just like that door. The way that door is. It is through that door you enter this house. Can you imagine? You are in the other in the other house. In the other house. The other house represents darkness. And this house represents light. And the door represents salvation. Because it's salvation that brings us to into the kingdom of God. So, so you just enter here. And that's all. You don't do anything. You just don't do anything. Sir. You just 
doesn't work like that. So, so we are saved to serve God. And one of the ways to serve him is to bring people to Christ. To talk about Jesus to people. Is to witness about Jesus. May God give us understanding. In Jesus' name. Amen. He said, and how shall they hear without a preacher? So they need a preacher like you and Amen. Amen. Number four. So willing. The reason why we have to preach it. It makes us a star of heaven. The Bible said. They shall be like star forever and ever. Those who win souls. Those who turn many unto righteous. Hallelujah. Amen. Go, go and meditate about it. I will rush it. Number five. The Bible consider them as wise people. A man that wins soul is what? Wise. You know what you are wise, why you are wise? Align yourself into the heart of God. If God's choice becomes your choice, Heaven consider you to be wise. If God desire become your desire, Heaven consider you to be a wise person. Hallelujah. Jesus. Listen, I was saying it the other time. Some people were saying that Jesus made a statement. No, the Bible make a statement that for this purpose the Son of God was made manifest that he might destroy the works of the devil. Now listen to this. And some say that. Yeah. So the, our purpose is to destroy the work of the devil. Or listen. They said that was Jesus' purpose. That was the do for Jesus. But you have to discover yours. But you must your own do I'll 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 slow because I want you to hear what I'm saying. Those who are entered this chat, you let them sit down. I don't want to any prayer for them. And I'll continue now. <laughs> The Bible said, the Bible said for, this purpose, for this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest was the soul of God, that he might destroy the works of the devil. In other words, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. And then people say, that is Jesus' goal. Even Christian. That is not my purpose. That is not my do. No, that is your purpose. That is well your That is everybody's purpose. That is The our purpose is to destroy the works of the devil. But the difference is to destroy the work of the devil in different ways. Hallelujah. Amen. And one of the ways to destroy his works is to snatch people from hell. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because the devil is not looking for anything. To be honest, the only thing he's looking for is souls. And God is not looking for anything. The reason why God has church. The reason why God says we should give money. The reason why God says we should pray. The reason why God says we should fast. The major reason is souls. If people give in the church, if people give offering, if people give that, if people pray, if people fast, if people teach, if it did not result to these two things, so many and so keeping, all the money and the fast is wasted. And so winning and so keeping. How do you win so? When we preach the word of God. How do we keep so? When we preach the word of God. Because as they are one, they are not in the church. As they hear the word of God, they are growing from glory to glory, from grace to grace. And their faith is strengthened, edified, built. Until the day of Christ. And if some of them grow fast, grace found them, they become established. Oh, a yes. Amen. Amen. So, the fifth thing is that those that win souls are considered wise. Praise Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Another point I want to also share. I'm so winning, it empowers you. Yes. Anybody that is considered to win soul, God actually increases his spirit in them. Amen. Do you know that so winning is a command? But there's a certain anointing that activates upon you when you are practicing it. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, the Bible says, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be a witness unto me. Jerusalem. That means in your house. In your community. In Judea. That means in the city. And the uttermost part of the earth. That means in America, in South Africa, in India. Amen. That's what the Bible is saying. So if you are a person that is vibrant to win souls, your depression may never be there. Hello? I'm telling you. You may never have depression. Amen. Some of you, you don't know that vision keep you. Vision protect you. Vision empowers you. Where you lose vision, you lose provision. And when you lose provision, you lose supervision. Because provision and supervision empowers vision. So if you want to stay firm, discover the vision of God and be part of it. 
There's a certain power that is provided to you when you are in the vision of God. Amen. Hallelujah. See, I have seen people, they were not aware of it. They were just young. And they just know God through somebody or through a group. And they are just there, strong, 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 because they have been committed to intimacy with God, secret place praying, activity and activity. And, and this is just you. But you did not know what God has done for you. That because you have been committed to vision, God has been preserving you. There are some, they think it was just like that. And they cut off, they basleted. And when they basleted, some of them will never be able to return. Because the empowering factor, they have left it. Let me explain it in another way. You see, me personally, me personally, as a father, if you are not interested in what I'm interested in, so maybe I can give you 10 euro, 20 euro to just buy lonely. But I will never invest myself in you. That is how God is. See, if someone is here and you are there, ah, the Holy Ghost will follow you. Yeah, the Holy Ghost is God. He's interested because you are interested in the kingdom of God. And because that's what he's here for. The Holy Ghost does not do any of that thing. He's here for the kingdom of God. So you don't like to fulfill the kingdom of God. You are not a candidate for the Holy Spirit. So wherever the kingdom is preached, the Holy Spirit is there. So, so when it is a character you develop that makes the Holy Spirit interested more in you. I don't like saying those days. I don't like it. I wish I can do all those evangelism and still do this apostolic work at the same time. I wish I only me can do all. Finish preaching in the street, I'm still waiting. I'm still looking for people that can exceed that thing. I'm still waiting for people that can break that record. I'm serious. People were angry. Some are happy. Oh my God! Let me make you laugh a little bit. Because it's something. So let me make you laugh. I want to close and go before you come to evangelism. Or we are going from here. What time are we going? Ah, we have time. Let's just be here talking about God. Today you are not putting pressure. You are not in hold. You are going for evangelism. I went in the metro. Metro. Open my mouth. Preach, and it, me when and I'm preaching it, 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 it's, it, the way it's sweeting me, eh? it's not, there's no fear, it's just sweeting me, I like it. And one man said, he said, he said in Dutch, don't forgive me, I'm going to use this word here. He said, how you cop? That is how he said it. How you cop? How do like this? Another man, and the man that says it's a Dutchman, and another man is a Dutchman. Talk to the man. He said, How are you, cop? 
They want to fight two of them. And he asked the other man, you don't see that the man is shouting, disturbing everybody's peace in the the other one told him that you don't fear God. You are preaching the word of God. You are disturbing. And you distort it. That day I feel like a king. It looked like God just set them up to fight. It's like you just do the preaching. I'm there to defend you. God is so good. I preach fine. When I finish, one comes to tap my back. One of the I just go. Why did I tell you this? The Holy Spirit is what do that. Holy Spirit operates like that. You can be preaching. He can jump on one person to use that person to fight for you. Wherever the kingdom of God is, or wherever you are operating in the interest of the Almighty, the Holy Spirit become your candidate. Amen. So, so winning empowers you. Let, let me describe it again. Let me say it in earthly words. See. Okay, they invite me to to come and preach somewhere. You, you go with me, two of you. Top, you go with me. Anywhere I sit, you sit near it. If they bring me to the room, you are coming. Anywhere I'm going, you are going because you came with me. Yes. You came because of my interest. So because you have interest in what I have interest in, you are allowed to enter the same place I allow I enter. That's how the Holy Spirit. So when you witness, you become a candidate that the Holy Spirit is interested in. Because you are not there for your interest, you are there to win souls. Amen. For you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses. That means it is all of them. Yes. To me. To who? Jehovah Witness, Allah, Buddha, even Jehovah, no. Not even a witness of of the, the father is the witness Jesus personalizes it. He to me. He said, All authority have been given unto me. Heaven on earth and under beneath. Hey! Those who are defending Christ that doesn't know scripture are pity for them. To me! Nobody talk like Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'll give you six points, right? Six or five? Six. 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 Okay. I think I'll try to do more. Seven. Seven. See, in the armor of God, how to dress in the spirit, dressing that brings defense, 
gekleed, gewaad dat verdediging brengt. If you don't preach the gospel, als je het evangelie niet preekt, yeah. dan heb je niet die schoen. The shoe you can't wear it by praying. You can't wear it by obedience. You wear it by obedience. And obedience is when you preach. And the gehoorzaamheid is when you predict. How many of you know that? Who of you know that? You don't know the armor of God. Can you not wear it? Set the picture and put it. Mama Aisha says she don't know it. Therefore, well, she's honest. This is how some of you will be saying, and you don't know it too. Move talk. Now, as I'm teaching this, you should look for the picture. There is a picture, you will find it on either Google or something like that, of a, somewhere that dress and wear the armor of God. And they write their name on it, I want to teach about it. He said, having shoe your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. So spiritually we dress. Please follow me because of time I'm going to take questions and all that. So I'm not going to explain all the whole armor. Now the Bible said put on the whole armor of God. So that you'll be able to withstand all the wives of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Against principalities and powers, against all the rulers of darkness of this world, etc. Now, the armor of God, God is saying when we put it on, the vapor is God, God then we are able to do what? To resist the wise of the devil. So the devil can be very wild. To be able to resist the devil, we need to put on the armor of God. So that means dress well in the spirit. Now watch it. Thank you for putting it. I don't know if you can just shift it. Everybody can see it, Claire. Those who are in the front can see it. Uh-huh. Element of what? Salvation. If you don't know what is element of salvation, wave your hand. Very complex. I know that's everyone here. Wave your hand well. You two don't know it, Joseph. You, you are not ready for the fight, though. See the way I was telling you, I'm fighting you. I can only tell you because you are very mature. I'm scared to tell you I'm fighting you. <laughs> you will fight me. Helmet of salvation. Thank you for this picture. You don't know where we are well. Where we are again. Where we are well. That's why you are here. Bible study. Okay. You see, in those days, this is a Roman soldier. When they are going to war, they dress. So those opposition fighters, they fight with arrows and bow. Because my words can be very difficult. Yes? So when you are going, you dress. And you dress well. So, when you wear this, it is called helmet. This is a helmet. Yes? When the arrow is fired, when you wear helmet, 
it bounced back. Yes. It cannot enter. Amen. Amen. Now, the helmet of salvation in the spirit, but this one is in the physical. In the spirit, in the face, is the revelation of salvation. When you have revelation of salvation, the arrow shot by the enemy cannot enter. Hallelujah. Amen. What is the revelation of salvation? The word of God. You have it in your mind that I am saved through the grace of Jesus Christ. I am saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. It does not matter what I've done wrong. The enemy will shoot that arrow to accuse you of what you have done wrong. The enemy will shoot that arrow to remind you of your past. The enemy will shoot that arrow to remind you of your mistake. But if you know scriptures of salvation and it is it has been registered deep in, your, in the mind of your spirit, it doesn't matter what the enemy shoot at you, you will not fall because you are wearing the helmet of salvation. And that is the revelation of salvation. Amen. Are you getting? I'll give you an example of it. Oh, God, you, you are preaching now. You are preaching in the streets. For, for example, now, let me be very awkward. Yeah, very awkward. Let me be very deep. Awkward. You are a girl. Or you are a boy. You have a girlfriend. Two years ago. And you were not big kid. And it was a girlfriend that you guys were doing nonsense together. And after one year, you are born again. And you are preaching. You went to Central Station preaching. And you meet the same girl. And he come to you. And you are witnessing to him. And he said, You joke. Instead of you. You say, man in Christ is a new creature. All things have passed away. Everything has become new. Inside of you, that's what you are saying. You, then if it is me, I say, oh, I'm a new person now. I, I don't do such thing anymore. I am a Christian. Because that word is inside of you. You are wearing it. So the teasing, the mistake, the past could not penetrate because there was a word that would stand it inside of you. Because truly, truly, that's true. That is a new man. Amen. That was an example. That was a formula. Now, breastplate of righteousness. That means a lifestyle. That means your heart, a righteous heart. Somebody that lives beyond people's eyesight. A Christian that doesn't live eye service alone. 
Iemand die niet alleen leeft in de ogen van de you mens. You know why? Weet je waarom? I keep on telling you. Vertel het jullie. If a man has stood for many years as a Christian or as pastor and they are still Christian, don't joke with them. There is a level of righteousness that or grace that is upon them. Because the enemy will try you. I've said this thing before. When spirit look at you, they don't look at you as men look at you. Eh? They scan you. Any even see, please listen to all of this. There are spirits called powers. In the kingdom of darkness, there are also spirit called powers in the kingdom of light. When they look at you, they scan the light or the fire in you. So if you don't have a righteous life, you are not wearing this thing. This particular one is very serious. You know that you are saying. Uh, uh, the righteousness, the, uh, the righteousness of God is, is, is in Christ Jesus. We are quoting scriptures where you are just lie. I'm going somewhere. So when you live a righteous life, you are wearing this. The sword of the spirit. You see, can see the sword that among all these weapons. In these weapons, the sword you used to strike is it is it is it is is offensive. But these ones, other weapons, all the other weapons, they are to defend yourself. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. So when people for example, mock you, speak against you, and you become grieved. And it stop you not to continue the work of God. You have not dressed well. You have not dressed well. Amen. Okay now. The sheet of faith. This is not is the sheet of faith. Hallelujah. The Bible said, above all, put on the sheet of faith. That you may be able to quench the very doubt of the enemy. The enemy can really talk to you, eh? He can talk to anybody. The enemy can tell you are useless. The enemy can, the enemy can tell you go and kill yourself. The enemy can say all kind of things. It is an arrows of darkness. The enemy can tell you you don't have hope anymore. Sorry, ladies. Sorry, I'll use to make an example. The enemy can tell you you are not beautiful at all. You look mirrored 20 times. You bend your hair and fry your hair and W your hair. Because you are hearing voices. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because you are hearing voices. But it's a lie. It's a lie. So if you understand that. The, the revelation of the image of God, who you are, that will not even bother you at all. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, that one, the sheet of faith. So, what is actually faith? Faith is a spirit. And when it's in you, you believe God, even in it. 
toughest time. You will believe that God is with you. Even in the toughest time. To explain faith in a simple way. Faith is just actually holding to the word of God when things look like it's completely not working. That's faith. That's faith. The Bible says Abraham staggered again and again in faith. But it was not weak in faith. He was still believing God. Even God did not do it, he still believed God. That's faith. Now, the belt of truth. Hey! God help us. Uh, this one. You sleep. You did not. You are just tired. You, you are afraid of the snow. And you call your work. You say you have a headache. <laughs> 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 you are Christian. God will help us. Have a confidence. I don't even want to go there. And I come to this country. You are 30 years old, they will say you should tell government that you are 25 years old. We all did it though. You see some of my documents, you will think that is my age. Lies! Lies. The Bible says all liars, both blue both red one, they shall burn in hell. You don't see me pray when I pray now. I pray one hour. 45 minutes is messy. You see the way I jump here is what I pray for. Truth! The truth! When you don't speak the truth, all your weapons fall out because only beds that hold all your documents. You know that when army dress, eh, you put gun here, you put sword here, you put pistol here. Without bed, all of them fall away. Bed that hold everything. Hallelujah. So, the belt of truth. And it means that to stand firm in the word of God. The reason why I'm explaining all these things is because of the sandals. Because we are going for so winning. It's a sandals of readiness. So he said, How beautiful are the feet of those that bring what? The good news. Nothing else. See, the sandals is not about memorizing scripture. The sandals just represent that anytime you witness to somebody, you are wearing that sandals. Those of you who are not preaching at all, your dressing is not complete in the spirit. That is your shoe. Where is your shoe? So that means you are not wearing shoe. And all kind of things is choking your feet. Where is your shoe? Ask your neighbor, where is your shoe? Tonight you are wearing it. As you go, preach well. So that your shoe can be activated. Amen. 
because of time, I can't give you. I can actually give you 20 points of why we need to work this. Do a little bit teaching of how to we'll do examples of how to witness what kind of question can we expect interaction a little bit then we pray let me give you two more where i am which number seven or eight eight wow wow so who is very sharp that can name them from one to eight oh, okay let's It is a command. Yeah, neighbor is a command. So go and win soul. <laughs> Number two. It brings joy to heaven. Bible says joy in heaven where the sinner repented. He gave his life to Christ. Yes. It is the only way out to get out of hell. If we don't preach it, people will not be saved. Number four. It makes us stars of heaven. Number five. The Bible considers you as a wise man because anytime you put interest of God as your interest, you are wise. So when it empowers you. Seven. You are not wearing the shoes. Yes. Seven. Some say it's eight. Which, which one is the last one? No, we are not going to eight. Amen. Now hear this. When you don't win souls, you are a debtor. Because every Christian is owing the worldly people Christ. And every Christian is. Hello? You are owing. Like, like I'm owing you five euro now. It means that I'm owing you Jesus. Jesus Yeah. Apostle Paul said, I am in debt. I think it's the book of Romans. Oh, you are putting it. Uh-huh. I am a debtor, both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and unwise. Hey! He said, I am a debtor. I'm owing everybody Jesus. Hallelujah. And the person go and pay. Go and pay what you are owing them. Hallelujah. The Bible said that own nobody nothing but what? Love. And, and that love there is revealing Christ to people. It can be in witness, it can be in character, it can be in helping, but that you reveal Christ to every humanity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The second point is that witnessing or telling people about Jesus, it brings hope. The Bible says, Christ in me is the hope of glory. The second point, witnessing give people hope out of their trouble. Because when you tell people about God, their faith is lifted up. They are hope to get out of any circumstances and situation they are. The next point. 
When you witness, it is an opportunity to demonstrate the power of God. Yes. Like we are going out today. You can pray for people. And that is why I say, if you are very overwhelmed by what you are passing through, do you know? Let me. Okay, I want to speak now. Everybody, are you still here? I want to speak to people that think in it be they cannot. Now, do you know that everybody here can be very powerful? Do you know that there is a certain power that is assigned to you alone from God? When the Bible says, God has blessed us with all. All spiritual blessing, power is one of them. It has been given. Two things is making it not to manifest. No preparation. No activation. So when you are prepared and you activate it, or you know how to activate it, then the power flow. As of asking God to give it, it has been given. Hallelujah. I, I watch, I look at flyers of Apostle John Suleiman. He is preaching in Amsterdam next month. Two days within it, he is preaching in Ghana. Another two days within it. It's been in Las Vegas. All within like one week. I don't think he's preaching in uh, Amsterdam Sport. Eh? If they tell you, you go and fast for 40 days. Because you are going to Las Vegas, you'll be fasting, 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 fasting. Do it. Continental. Within just 10 days, Amsterdam, Ghana, Las Vegas. Because those people, they are living in a dimension that we really need to enter that place. I'm telling you, it's come by two things. Preparation. When you prepare, what is the preparation? It is not actually the duration of your time being in Christian. It is indeed the, the time how long in Christian. This is, is powerful. This is powerful. This is powerful. You take something over. It is not how long you carry that name as a Christian. It is not how long you name that as a Christian. It is how long are you in the spirit? How long are you in the Christ? Because you can carry that name as a Christian for years. Some of you are Christian for five years. If they count how many times you are in the spirit in that five years, but some of you is not for two weeks. So in the eyes of God, you are just two weeks old with him. Even though you are five years as a Christian. Because the only time they know you. See, Michel. Let me see you are my junior brother. So if you bend my kleine broek, you live in Ghana. And you live in Ghana. I live here. And I go to Ghana. to Holland. And you come to Nederland. And you have spent five years. And you've been five years. I came to my house two weeks. And you've been two weeks in my house. That's the only time I see you. That's the only time I see you. That's the only time I know you. That's the only time I've ever seen you. The only five years you are in Nederland. You are just doing whatever you want to do, but that's the only time I know you. So how long are you in the 
spirit dus hoe lang ben je in de geest so that is the preparation dat is de voorbereiding for example somebody that is living a full time as a christian iemand die voltijds leeft als een christen continually continue the person is preparing well die persoon bereidt zich goed voor amen amen so when you catch a glimpse of revelation en nu auto activate it en weet hoe dat te activeren power appear dan heb je kracht I'm telling you. Ik vertel het je. That is why. That is why. In the early days, in the early, the early church, in the vroege you can see men without time to disappear. You see a man. Simple like Philip. He was not among the apostles. He was not. He went to preach. Apostle and disappeared from one place to another place. And he went from one place to another place. Walking in the high frequency of the supernatural. And in a higher frequency of the supernatural. Because they were completely, completely full-time Christians. But he was. Honestly, you don't need title to be able to operate in any dimension of God. Title is tied to it. You are limiting God. Title actually describes how you how you perform, how you operate. A title describes actually how you how you to work. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. David don't have title when he killed Goliath. David had title when he killed Goliath. Dode. So has title. He could not kill it. Zou wel een titel, maar hij kon hem niet doden. Kun je nog niet? Het is niet titel. Het is geen titel. Je bent een 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 titel.